Welcome to the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on the important things, not just the loud things. This is John Hatch, and today my co-host Adam Pavis and I are going to talk about how character development affects the bottom line in companies and organizations. Adam, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's another nice early morning. <laughs> we kind of changed our recording format. It was evenings, and then evenings are obviously just busy. Yeah. I feel like no matter when we decide to record, we're going to be tired. Either we're going to be tired at the end of the day because it's just been a long day, or we're going to be tired because we've been up since four. Yeah. So Either way, there's no way around it. Yeah. You just got to push through. Yeah. It's just, tough. Yeah. It's, I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say that. So... But. Yeah, man. But hey, so I was looking through the notes from this morning. First, I have two questions for you. Okay. First of all, in the notes, you, you've said a couple times that uh, how character affects the bottom line. Are you talking about bottom line financial or are you talking bottom line, like the foundation of your organization slash business? Like which I've heard not Ooh. from you, but I've heard the term used like kind of inter, intermixed with businesses and organizations. Okay. Good question. Yes. Yes, both. Both, yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, that's a great question. Um, good clarify. Um, yeah, definitely. Bottom line, basically foundation of organization for sure. Definitely does. But also bottom line or profit. Yeah. Mm. And production. Absolutely. And we're, okay. We'll talk about both those. Um, and then the other aspect was, and, and I think this is just a good reminder for our listeners, but the, the framework of Lead Tough, Not Loud, there are kind of two categories that, that we believe leadership functions in. Um, so like one is the context of leadership and the other mm -hmm. is the character of yep. leadership. Character is the one we're talking about today specifically. Um, but like you said, how, like how character of leadership affects the bottom line for organizations is, is where, is where we're headed specifically today. What, what's kind of the thought process behind that? Like, why would you, what, how did you arrive there? Well, I think, you know, we need to talk about it because, um, it does. Character does affect the bottom line. A lot of times we, we like to think that it doesn't like there's kind of this, this thought in leadership or in companies, organizations, um, that, Hey, how a person acts or behaves and who they are as a person really doesn't have that much bearing on production or profit mm. or our bottom line as an organization. And so because of that, because we think that, we just kind of let the bad character slide by. We let, you know, people kind of do whatever, behave badly, treat other people badly and stuff too. But the realization that is coming to light more and more, and we're seeing a lot of studies, a lot of research about this, is that character and who people are and how they function in the workplace based on who they are does affect the bottom line. Mm. And so it is, it is something we need to talk about. And a lot of times you can even just tell that you know, by the vibe of when you walk into a place, you know, yeah. um, or when you first get hired somewhere, you can kind of figure out, you know, after the first few days of like, okay, what, what is really going on? Here? Yeah. What's the culture here and who's leading yeah. and how are they leading and who are they as a person and how are they treating everybody? And so it's really not that hard to tell. I think most people, you know, would kind of have that experience and understand that. So in your opinion, is there a difference between, would, or would you say that there's a difference between someone's character and someone's personality. Cause I think a lot of times people, people almost smudge those two things together. Like you can yeah. have a standoffish, quiet, like I prefer to work by myself personality, but yeah. have really good character. And that doesn't mean there's anything necessarily wrong with that person. There's other people who are uh, most marketing people that I know. They're, they're very, um, 
Like they'll bounce from one thing to the next really quickly. They don't yeah. stick with stuff for a super, super long time. That feels more personality than character. Yeah. Where where do you generally draw the line between someone's personality and their their character as a person? Dude, another good question. You're you ask great questions. That's why I love hosting, co-hosting with you. Um yeah, I think a lot of times we do mix those two things up. And I think they are two different things. I think your character can bring out bad qualities of your personality. Yeah, no, um, for sure. If your character is not in check, right? Um, and vice versa. I think the personality and how you tend to be could, you know, lend to maybe not not being that nice of a person or good of a person. But there are two kind of separate things. Um, you know, they affect each other, but in my opinion, they're two separate things. And I think the personality and based on who you are as a person, I think that needs to be respected. And I think having good character doesn't mean you you change your personality right. and you change the nature of who you are. You know, personality, if you understand your personality, there's a lot of positive things about everybody's personalities individually. Yeah. And those things should be kind of brought out and brought to light because that person can offer things to your team to your organization, um, if they if they and everybody else around them understands the good qualities about their personality, okay, does that make sense? Yeah, no, for sure. So, but a great question. So, your question, and this seems like I mean, this kind of seems like a no brainer, but like, and I know you're that would be another whole that would be a whole no that'd be another whole episode we should talk about personality and character, how those two things work together, just so. how the two are like. Combined. Yeah. I was just thinking that same thing. Yeah. I was like, that would be a really interesting episode from there. So. But I think. It, just because I've known you for a while now, you're, I know you're really big into research and research studies and all that kind of stuff. So I know, I'm sure that there's studies and um, case studies and all kinds of stuff that have been done when it comes to character in the workplace, things like that. Um, so I'm sh- at this point, I'm sure you've done your research. What have you kind of, what have you found at this point? Where have you, what have you dug up? Yeah. One of the things, you know, one of the things I really love to do, especially with Lee Tough, Not Loud and, is to make sure that there is research behind it, right? I don't necessarily just want to give, you know, my opinion on things, although that's a lot of it. And I don't think anybody should really back away from your opinion based on what you experienced and in your observations that you, that you glean just from practical experience, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge, huge piece of it, probably the biggest piece, but I think there's a lot of research that can back up and give credibility to things as well too. And so always, always want to do that. And so, and always try to on our episodes, reference where I got the research because some of our listeners might want to read it because it's really good reading if they're interested in some of this stuff, but two books that come to mind when it comes to, um, character affecting the bottom line, two books that really come to mind one, and they're actually written by the same three authors, both books. Um, one is called the exception to the rule and the other one is called better humans, better performance. And both of them, the premise is about how, how character development, value development, virtue development, they jump a lot into virtues and values and virtues and which we can talk a whole episode about those things as well too. There's so much to talk about this stuff, but um, basically how all of that does affect, you know, your bottom line as an organization because it's people development and it all kind of works together. So how people are growing um, as people, how they're getting better as people um, affects their performance and it just does. They have a lot of research case studies within the book. You know, they talk about your two. So, um, but yeah, that's another great question is, you know, where is their research back, you know, backing this? And I would say, yeah, absolutely. Those are two books I would, I would refer people to. So, that. so give, give me an example of, 
Give me like two quick examples. Give me an example of bad. Well, not, I don't even want to say bad character, but I guess a negative character trait. Yeah. Um, maybe a very common one that you see consistently when you're working with businesses and coaching and things like that. It's like a bad character trait and then like a, a platinum character trait. That's like if you see this in someone, either in your existing organization or maybe someone you're thinking of hiring, these are the this is the thing you'd want to go after. Like what? Give us two examples, I guess, of like bad and good. Well, let's just, let's talk about bad for a little bit, you know, first. So, and let's, I'm going to talk generalities and then we can do like specific examples. And probably as I talk about some of the generalities, there's specific examples that are going to come to mm. mind for everybody. Use names. We don't want names. That's why we're here. <laughs> no, sure no names. First, last um, address. This is not for you to vent, Adam. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But, but bad character, right? So let's just talk about people with bad character. And I think a lot of us have been around people like this. We've worked with people um, maybe on the same level. Maybe we worked with leaders, you know, or worked for leaders, you know, that have bad character. But I think if you think of people with bad character, you know, they're simply put and kind of the first thing I would say is they're just constantly looking for ways to cheat the systems that Ooh. they're a part of. So, um, you know, like I said, we've all maybe worked with people who they look for outs. They look for ways out of stuff. They look for shortcuts. They, um, they maybe they even steal from the organization. They mm. lie, you know, um, and cheat, you know, on reports or whatever it is, you know, and all those things to kind of try to get ahead. Yeah. Right. They're selfish. Really, you know, it's kind of selfish motivation. Um, but it's selfish in, you know, in a bad way to where they, actually end up hurting themselves and also hurting other people around them, but also hurting their organization and hurting their companies. Because, yeah. you know, if that's, if that's what you're trying to get after and what you're trying to do, ultimately you're not just cheating yourself. You're not just stealing from, you know, for the benefit of yourself, you're stealing and it's affecting organizations. So I would say simply put, I mean, people with bad character do that. And there's lots of employees out there <laughs> that do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's, that's the way a lot of people work in a lot, a lot of way. And they have the reasons for doing it. But bottom line is it comes down to bad character. Yeah. And, and that's really what I would say. So the thing is that it, you know, not only are people like this, not productive, they can actually works work against an organization's goals and profits. Okay. So you have people like that, that maybe they're getting their job done, maybe, but a lot of times if you back check the work and if they're cheating the system, if they're making shortcuts, they're, not giving full good reports, eventually that's going to catch up, right? Yeah. And you're going to yeah. figure that out somewhere down the line. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to be like, hey, why are these numbers not adding up? Where where did all this stuff go? Where did this inventory go that we had? You know, and now it's gone. Eventually, you know, you're going to find out and it's going to affect the organization. I will tell you too, that is, it's so awkward when you're in, in the middle of those situations, like, and you're an employee or a team member when some of that stuff is going down because- upper level leadership wants answers mm -hmm. and you're sometimes most of the time you don't have the answers. Most of the time you don't know you're just as lost as they are. You're like, I, I don't know why this isn't adding up. I'm just doing my thing here. Yeah. And it's just, it's, and like you said, I think it, it blows a big hole through your, your culture and, you know, through your team just as a whole Yeah, where leadership gets spicy. And so they start kind of like biting at the employees, which mm -hmm. makes things just get, everything's heightened at that point because of this bad character that just kind of seeped out past, yeah. you know, this one person's shell. I, that's a good point. I think it, it hurts morale. 
mm-hmm. right? It hurts your culture. So I don't like, you know, maybe the end of a shift, you know, of, of, of work and, you know, the manager comes out and is like, all right, we're missing this. And some, somebody took it. So yeah. we're not, nobody's leaving, right? Nobody's <laughs> yeah. ending their shift until the person who stole it or whatever, you know, confesses. And there's like awkward silence and it's like, okay, great guys. Why are we having to deal with this? So, well, like, and I mean, think of it too, like you have, cause that's a, that's a good example, but even in, in like the world nowadays of like remote employees, remote work, things like that, part of the, the joy of, what we came out of with COVID, I would say is remote work. Like it's nice to be able, that's what I am. I'm a remote employee. Like I love getting up every day and working Mm -hmm. at home and doing my thing. I love traveling. I love going into my, my, uh, the HQ of our office, but I love remote work and I think it's a ton of fun. But what ends up happening is companies like they're on a good roll. They're excited. Like they're amped about, you know, this remote work situation. And then suddenly they have like, you know, a handful or maybe it's even just one employee where, they're paying them full time. And then they realize that they weren't working as hard as they said they were working. Like they weren't doing as much as they said they were. So then everybody gets put on time trackers or everybody gets put on A, B and C and it stinks because you're like, I didn't do this. I have been working hard. I am doing a good job. And now I'm being penalized and have to figure out, you know, not necessarily workarounds, but just how there's more stuff now that I have to do. And it makes this less enjoyable because someone else's bad character just came out and it's, it's yeah. a bummer. Like yeah. it's a huge bummer when you're totally, it affects, the, it affects the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. In more ways than we often think, you know, and it's one, it's one thing to have frontline people, frontline employees, mm-hmm. you know, the bad character doing those kind of things, right. Cheating the system. But it's a whole nother thing when that bad character goes farther up the chain. So talk about middle management, right. Talk about oh. just management and stuff too. Like if, if there's bad character in middle management, man, the effects are greater, right? If they're like, cause a lot of times then what happens is they're leading their team. Not only are they trying to cheat the system, but then a lot of times what happens is they lead their team to try to cheat the systems as well too. Yeah. So now the effects are greater and then you're putting your employees in, in, in this tension between do I do what my supervisor or my boss is telling me, even though I know it's not right, you know, again, that just affects morale and culture. And eventually, you know, if it affects your bottom line, yeah. So as well too. So because, you know, they're, your culture isn't good, your employees aren't engaged, productivity goes down. Just that's just how mm-hmm. organizations, companies, and business works. Um, well, and I'll, I mean, just as an like an offer of unsolicited advice to our listeners, your good people will leave faster than your people who are cheating the yes. system. So you will lose probably what's technically the backbone of your company Mm -hmm. way quicker than putting the pressure on like, because the people who enjoy cheating the system and finding workarounds enjoy cheating the system and finding the workarounds as part of the excitement for them is figuring out like, Ooh, I wonder how I can, you know, get this to work in my favor. Which is what bad character does. Yeah. It, it reciprocates itself. It makes you competitive. So if you're a competitive person, just know you have bad character. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're competitive, John. Yeah. But like you will lose the really good people who are sitting there in their mind thinking, I don't really need to put up with this. I enjoyed what I was doing before. I'm well-versed. I can probably go find something different. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're from a family situation where they're like, "Where did we have this job as second income. So I could technically leave and not even really worry about a new job for a while. So you will lose the good core people of your team versus figuring out what needs to be done and kind of handling it with, with the people 
that need to need the course correction earlier on. Yeah. Great. Great. Another great point. So not only, you know, is cheating the system part of character and how, you know, bad character can affect it, but also how it, our character affects how we view people and how we treat people. Yeah. So, and, and, Again, higher up the chain, the greater the effects, yep. you know, of this. And so if there's bad character and you're just treating people bad, right? Like if sarcasm is a big part of what you do, or you're always like, you know, just being inappropriate or whatever, or thinking there's nothing wrong know, with sarcasm. John. You know, We've <laughs> talked about this multiple times. Yes. We're working on it. Okay. <laughs> um, but if you treat people in a way or you view them and even as a leader, right? If you view everybody below you as garbage, lower than you yeah. or garbage. Yeah, sure. Then Hey, you're going to have, you're going to affect your team's morale. And again, culture and engagement, people are going to work for you as hard as they would because they're like, the guy's a jerk. Why do I want to like go above and beyond for that person? Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, it, which affects your bottom line because they're not producing as much as they could be. They're not being as efficient as they could be. And so that's, that's really generally how character, how bad character can affect your bottom line. And the opposite is true too. So good character has the opposite effect of that, right? So when wow. when you're when you have good character, right? You're doing things, you're working hard, but you're not taking shortcuts, you're not cheating the system, you're trying to find ways to make things even more efficient, even better, then that's going to raise production. That's going to raise, you know, again, which then elevates your profit and, you know, success and all that kind of stuff of your organization. And and again, same way, if you're treating people well, you know, as a leader and you view them as like like a, somebody who you value as a part of your team, yeah. then man, they're going to be more engaged. They're going to work hard for you. And that's what you want. And again, that efficiency then, you know, affects your bottom line as well too. So I mean, I your, would, your teams can really only care as much as you do. And so if you, point. If you yeah. feel like you're, I mean, if you're burned out or you feel like you're losing interest or if you're, you know, like you said, middle management and you're, you don't care, you view everyone as less than, you know, I'm just trying to make it to this next rung. That's probably what everyone below you that you're managing it's probably the same way that they feel yeah. as well, because that's the example you're setting is this is how we function as a team is we come in we kind of just trudge through this. We try and cut as many corners as we can to get things finished as quickly as possible, whatever it is, you know, get the product across the finish line as fast as we can. And then we move on. Yeah. And then it's people, you know, uh, leadership is wondering, well, I wonder why my teams feel like they're disengaged or my teams feel like they're, you know, we have a really high turnover rate. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm sure you, when you're working with coaching, coaching different businesses and organizations, I guarantee you see that, you know, yeah. light years ahead of where people are. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, a lot of us have experienced that. A mm-hmm. lot of us experience we're working with and working for people of bad character. And it's and it, it's hard, right? And a lot of times we, we even dread going to work at times because we're like, yeah. oh, I have to go be with this person, you know, and what are they going to say today? And what are they, what are they going to like make up and how are they going to try to, you know, what short credit are they going to try to find and make me do with them or lead me to do and stuff too. And I think we've all experienced that. We've all experienced, well, not all of us, I guess, but most of us have experienced that. Most of us have experienced the opposite of that, mm-hmm. right? There's great people. Oh, I mean, I can't wait to go to work and yeah. see what we can get done and what we can accomplish today. And, yep. you know, and go work for that, that supervisor, that boss, that's going to lead our team that way too. So I, you know, because of that experience, you don't really need, I think the research is there, but you don't really need it to understand, you know, how character effect affects leadership. But the bottom line is that it does. And, yeah. and there is research to back it. Um, so if, you know, listeners want to, 
want to read about that research and you know more dive in more they totally can but but character bottom line character affects the bottom line yeah that was funny the bottom line is character affects, character affects the, bottom the bottom line, bottom line. so it smells like the title of a book yeah anyways so cool but that's awesome dude yeah i um it's really i mean this whole this again this is one of well pretty much every episode i feel like that we record at this point is the same thought of we could dive into this even deeper this could be you know 10 episodes rolled into one even just you talking through some of that at the end i was thinking like human beings are wired to find joy they're just that's what we're wired to do is we're wired to find what makes us happy what brings us enjoyment which what brings us happiness and excitement and so if your culture is like you said people are dreading going to work and they're things are super negative they will just spin up a culture of backbiting and gossiping and tearing things apart because it's probably the only thing bringing them joy and making them be like, I can't wait to go to work and tell so-and-so what happened in a, B or C meeting or when we were, you know, installing such and such a project, like whatever it is. And then people are, you know, again, leadership is trying to figure out like we used to have this really strong culture and now it just seems like us versus them, like a lot of wars going on internally and, it's just that this runs so deep. It's not, it's such a hard topic. You did it. I mean, you've done an incredible job with all these so far covering huge, huge topics from very like surface levels and giving yourself the, the doorway to dive in deeper later. But, um, I think at this point, I think most people know kind of what the effects are of how to lead, but most people choose, I think they're choosing to ignore that fact, which I think it's a tough thing to think through is I know what I should be doing, but I'm going to just ignore it completely um i think like the example i was just talking about that happens a lot i think leadership knows and realizes that there's something wrong i think a lot of times they know i'm not engaged as a leader i'm not i'm not meeting with these people i'm not eye level with them i should be doing better at that so anyways (laughs) they just kind of move on from there you know but um i love giving a voice a voice to these things i think it's super important yeah i'm glad we are too hopefully that's that's helpful to people you know that we you know, we're bringing awareness to some of these issues and especially the awareness of character is something that isn't talked about a lot, but how character affects leadership Mm -hmm. and really ultimately, you know, affects our production, you know, organization stuff too. And that's one of the points of lead tough, not loud is to give a voice to those most important things that need to be talked about. Hey, thanks for listening. We know your time is valuable. So we hope this episode was valuable to you. For more information about lead tough, not loud, visit leadtough.com.